When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. But what happened to Tyree in Memphis happens too often. We have to do better. Give law enforcement the real training they need. Hold them to higher standards. Help them succeed in keeping us safe. We also need more first responders and professionals to address the growing mental health substance abuse challenges. More resources to reduce violent crime and gun crime. More community intervention programs. More investment in housing, education, and job training. All this can help prevent violence in the first place. That, of course, is the 46th president of the United States of America, Joseph Robinette Biden, delivering his State of the Union address for 2023. And as you can imagine, he had a lot to cover. It's a very complex society that we live in. Uh, but that little clip that you heard right there, that's the one that we were waiting on, myself in particular. What are you going to do about these police? And if you listen to the show, you know that's what I'm on. I got I got on that in 2020, and I've been on that ever since. This needs to be fair for all of us. And uh, Chris, uh, the producer of this show, told me, he's like, hey, listen for it. When you hear it, I want your immediate reaction. And here I am. And in short, 
my immediate reaction is it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. He 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 definitely said some stuff that anybody could have said up there. Mr. John politician, whoever we elected would be up there saying the same thing. In fact, every politician says it at some point. But he also said some things that I feel showed that he has been listening. So there was a performative element, sure. But there's a couple of additional talking points there that I know he had to have been paying attention to what the people have been asking for him. The black people. The brilliant black people who have been leading the the thinking and putting together the formulas and and reconciling the complexities of what it means to have policing that works for everyone. So let's recap what he said. Um, he says he wants to give law enforcement the training they need. Well, I know that this training talking point has been around since at least the 60s. I'm confident that it goes back much further than that. But the idea that police need better training is, it's, it has been implemented. Um, police have are not trained the way that they were trained in the 80s and the 70s and the 60s and the 40s. So training is, is, uh, has been updated and, and new training protocols have been implemented, many of which uh, have been implemented at the request of uh, social activists. So we've seen this for decades. But for some reason, this is like, you know, uh, America's greatest hits, white folks' greatest hits. He hits the, hits the talking points. This is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, it's, it's, well, I can't find the word, but it's something that people won't react to. Everyone can get behind the idea that police could be trained better. It doesn't attack the institution. It doesn't suggest that the police are wrong. It, you know, it's everyone wins, even the police, right? Well, we need better training. Give us more money. Boom. So it's an idea that everyone can get behind. It's it's the non-confrontational talking point. But it means nothing to a person like me who knows that it's just that. A performative talking point that gets everyone to stand and clap. So what else did he say? It needs higher standards. Now, if he really meant that, and and there was there was something to that, then maybe I could get with it. But for me, it just sounds like verbiage that goes in a speech, meant to excite you know the uh, elected officials in there to you know maybe take action. So I don't I don't see it as being anything meaningful. It's just more verbiage, higher standards. What does that mean? Who's uh, grading <laughs> these people? Where the consequences? If they don't meet these higher standards, you know, this, this is not developed 
And of course, maybe he's not able to develop it in a speech like that. But the fact that he hasn't developed that part of it, to me, suggests that it might just be performative. Okay, that's fine. Again, I said it's a mixed bag, so it's not all bad. Uh, he goes on to say, we need more first responders to address the growing mental health crisis and substance abuse issues. And this is where my ears start to perk up. Because this is something that I've heard straight out of the textbook of the Black Lives Matter manual in terms of what Black Lives Matter wanted. You don't need to send somebody with a device on their person at all times. And that device's only designation is to end a life. Its only function, the only reason it exists is to terminate the life of a person or animal or otherwise living creature. That is the only purpose for it. You don't need to send someone who is prepared to end a life to deal with somebody who is maybe suicidal, maybe having a mental health crisis, really is no harm to themselves or anyone else. I was just revisiting a story, um, this might have been maybe a week ago, where a mental health professional was dealing with one of his um, patients. They were both black. This was in Miami, if I'm not mistaken. And the professional, uh, the first off, uh, police were called on the patient. And he was sitting in a parking lot and he had a toy truck having an episode. And his care provider was out there trying to convince him to come back into the facility. In the meantime, people in the neighborhood had called the police, you know, whatever. Police show up. The professional knows the drill. Black man lays down on his back, hands in the air. Legs spread, not posing a threat to anyone. Right? The patient who's having the mental health crisis is playing with a truck, not even really fully tapped into what's going on around him. Okay? So what happens, as you know, police end up shooting the mental health care professional. He asks, why did you shoot me? And the officer says, I don't know. Another uh, story I read not too long ago um, in California where uh, I believe it was a homeless man who uh, someone had called the police to like to do a wellness check on him or just to check him out because, you know, they couldn't make sense of it. I'm, I'm sure this is what it is, but I might be wrong. Um, and, uh, he had a dog with him and I believe the police shot the dog and then one officer shot another officer, <laughs> you know? And so again, some things do not need a gun. And as I've stated, if you do insist on having a gun because stuff could go sideways, you know, you keep the gun in the trunk, but you know, it's neither here nor there. The fact is in Joe Biden's speech. He says we need more first responders to address different types of concerns. In other words, every call doesn't need an officer with a gun. 
you got a cat stuck in a tree, you need help getting someone to to vacate a premises, you know, something like that. Treat it like an airplane, you know. Get them, take them off. You know, these police officers, most of the time, they're strong people. They're fit. They take care of themselves. You know, they should not need a murder weapon to be able to do their job. In fact, my understanding is that for most of the job, they never need it. Many officers never have to touch their gun at all. Uh, he goes on to say that uh, we need resources to reduce violent crime and gun crime. So increasing re resources. And again, not sure exactly what that means, but to a room full of politicians, well, you can get some applause out of that. Everyone will agree we do need resources to reduce violent crime and gun crime. What are the resources? How do you plan on making an impact? Um, how was this rolled out across the country? Who does it affect? You know, there's a lot that remains to be seen. But to me, I'll chalk it up as being performative and just a talking point. So no harm, no foul. It's, it's not a win. It's not a loss. He's doing what politicians do. Then he gets back to uh, what I believe is the good stuff. Uh, community intervention programs. Now, that can mean a lot of different things. But that language starts to sound like what the streets wanted in 2020. That's what I'm on. That's what we need to pay attention to. The fact that we haven't done it yet is the reason why. Tyree Nichols doesn't get to grow into an old man. And if you feel yourself being callous in this moment, ask yourself why. A whole world can shut down because a white woman goes missing. Tyree Nichols was endowed with consciousness from their common creator. Is his life less valuable? I'll continue. Uh, he ends his, this clip that I pulled by saying that we need to make investments in housing, education, and job training. And effectually what he says is these are things that prevent the necessity of crime in the first place and have a real meaningful impact on crime rates and the necessity of policing or at least the necessity of the intense variety of policing that we have that is so prevalent in this society. Now, I know I'm making some, some, some leaps here, but they're not, they're not huge leaps. This is, this is effectually, effectually what he's saying there. And again, it's textbook. It comes straight out of the, uh, the 2020 protesters manual. Proverbial. Manual. And this was, in effect, what was behind the defund the police movement. So again, to me, that suggests he's listening. Maybe the defund the police movement was doomed from the start. Maybe it played on everyone's fears, black people's too, our fears. We're not immune to fear mongering. We think a lot of 
thoughts that are based in white supremacist notions where white people are centered and their ideas have become normalized, right? And that may not be a bad thing. It may not be a good thing, but I do believe that that is at least in part what we're dealing with here. However, when you look under the hood of the defund the police movement, you have exactly what he just said. The idea was reallocating those funds into housing, education, and job training and other community-based programs, i.e. community intervention programs, that develop the community and support the community away from the need to delve into more criminal activities to um, make ends meet, to feel comfortable, to feel safe, to feel secure, to feel whatever, right? So that means that he at least listened. Now, again, when you say defund the police, people get scared. What do we need police? Blah, 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 whatever. That's what you think? Might be right. I don't know. I've never lived in a society where that's true. But the ideas behind it have been heard. Where does the money come from? Well, according to Joe Biden, it won't come from the police, so it has to come from somewhere. And if he's investing in the police so that they will not buy more tanks and bigger guns, but rather increase training for whatever that's worth, at least they're not getting a, a, a larger arsenal to come out and attack us. And if these other programs or ideas cause us to be less often in their crosshairs, then that's something. And something, as I always say, is not nothing. And so, I'm not mad at it. Of course, I wish it was more, but baby steps. I'm not the only person who's had to take baby steps. There's a lot of more important people <laughs> whose names we all know, leaders, ancestors now, that have had to take baby steps. And again, that's not nothing. But for now, I feel heard. I feel like the people who I wanted to empower with my position at a radio station who had these brilliant ideas. I feel like those ideas have been heard. My hope is that Tyree Nichols and all the rest of the names, not in vain, that it starts with police valuing us, but hopefully that will have a ripple effect throughout society, that our lives are precious and valuable and special, and we deserve to be honored. And we're not just what you see on TV. We're not just statistics. We're not made to just live hard and die young. And I think it starts with things like this. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And as always, you can reach out to me on all social media at Ramses Ja. Of course, you can use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. Let's chop it up, y'all. And until we do, peace. 
This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.